We're live and on the spot. <laughs> I'm talking way too loud. <laughs> I have an iron up my asshole. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 7 of Power Play. My name is Jim Jones. And I am Peter Street. And as promised, we're coming to you live from two plastic pods suspended 120 feet above the Baltic Sea. I'm 30% drunk and 100% nude. Me too. Woo! And before we get started with this show, you stood in line for the Burning Crusade expansion for World of Warcraft that just launched, didn't you? Yeah, yeah that's right. How was the, uh, the experience there? I, I have to tell you, it was almost like a mini launch experience for one of the consoles. I mean, it was very, very similar to my recent experience in line for the PS3 and also for the Wii system, yeah. uh, which I was able to bag both of those. And um, fortunately, since I was able to pre-order the New World of Warcraft Burning Crusade Expansion uh, Collector's Edition. Ooh, fancy. I was able to uh, to just stand in line for a few moments and nab two copies of those. However, it was uh, it was quite fun because it was like a mini uh, BlizzCon. Basically. <laughs> really? It was. Uh, I was astounded at how many people in my local area play this game. Hmm. Where'd you go for the launch? I went to Walmart, local Walmart, oh, Okay. and it was kind of odd because uh, before I was able to get to the register, they completely sold out of the collector's edition. Oh, wow. So I decided to go, fuck it, I'm just going to go to where I pre-ordered it uh. and hope that maybe they're doing some kind of a, a midnight launch event, Yeah, yeah. which I had not any idea that they would. Mm-hmm. But uh, there was about 30 people at Walmart, and oh. I was last in line. And so I went over to EB Games, which is uh, where I had the pre-orders, and there were about the same number of people there, maybe more. And it it was uh, open just for the release of the game at midnight. Big um, event, On the 16th. Oh, enormous. Well, there's upwards how many players? I mean... (laughs) Eight million, I think, is the last count. Yeah, just about. Jesus. And um, so it's a pretty enormous event. Yeah. And uh, I was able to get one of the most beautiful-looking, uh, one of the most beautiful-looking uh, games I've ever seen in my life. Uh, you talking about gameplay? Well, about that uh, especially, that of course, but also the presentation of the actual game itself. Yeah, I can see it over here. It looks like they unearthed this thing from some ancient tomb. Yeah, it looks like it's uh, come from some site where you're 
digging through dinosaur bones and stumble <laughs> upon this ancient book. But it's uh, it's amazing. The presentation is outstanding, and it's enormous. It's a huge collector's edition. You get a an exclusive online pet. You get a hard-bound art of Burning Crusade book with it, CD soundtrack, the game on CD and DVD. You get... Uh, several packs of the World of Warcraft trading card game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you get the instructions to the game. Have you played the WoW, WoW CCG yet? Not yet. No. no I'm too busy <laughs> with all the other extras because I'm not even yeah. done yet. Oh, yeah, and that you, game will probably keep you busy for a while. You get the uh, mouse pad Ooh. for the Outlands. You get a bonus DVD, which has a bunch of making of content. And I think you get the game with that, too, right? Uh, the game is in there somewhere. Okay, you haven't found it yet. <laughs> uh, no, I haven't installed it yet, but uh, ah. I'm I'm told that underneath the layers of presentation <laughs> for the game that you actually also get the Burning Crusade expansion. Wow. Back it's in there somewhere. That's pretty generous of them to give you not only that great presentation, but also a game with it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's fantastic. You get the expansion pack with the collector's edition of the expansion pack, yeah, as nice. well as... Uh, as well as games in every other genre of game. No. Uh, known to man that Blizzard's trying to now dominate. All right. It's pretty amazing. Blizzard has the balls to say, hey, I'm not just going to take MMOs on the PC by storm. I'm also going to compete with Magic the Gathering. Oh, yeah. And uh, come out with a trading card game and try and get people to buy that just because they can get exclusive mounts. Yeah. Which I think is pretty... It's kind of like a Sony strategy, really, if you <laughs> if you think about it. Yeah, it's pretty much exactly like that. Package something you want to dominate in with something you already dominate. Yeah. <laughs> it's being done by all up. the major companies. Yeah. And Blizzard is a major company. I mean, you were yep. telling me uh, earlier in the week how much they're grossing per month. Yeah, yeah, it was... I heard this on another podcast, and it was put in this way that really put it in perspective for me. They're making $120 million a month off of subscriptions, which, if you think about it, is like releasing a giant blockbuster film every single month by the same studio. Engrossing the income for it. Yeah, yeah. With no effort involved. I mean, there's the server maintenance, and they do a lot Yeah, but they month, don't but do nearly as much as, like, producing a movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. That is beyond belief. Yeah, that really blew me away when they put it like that. It's like releasing Spider-Man 3 once a month. Every yeah. month. <laughs> One must wonder what they do with all of the excess. They roll in it. They have a money bin, just like Scrooge. Just like Scrooge McDuck yeah. on DuckTales. They have a it's money in bin. It's in Toledo And somewhere. they convert all the cash into gold coins. And they have an epic, uh, or a legendary uh, dime. In yep. the middle of it. In a case. Mm -hmm. Wow. I want to work for Blizzard and swim in it. That'd be sweet. That'd be awesome. Anything would be better than being suspended above the Baltic Sea. <laughs> yeah, there's some hungry sharks down there, it looks like. I know. I wish uh, the crane operator hadn't gone for lunch a few moments ago. He'll be back, I hope. I hope so. We didn't pay him anything, though, so he might not no. be. Shit. Fuck. <laughs> anyway, uh, have you actually played the game yet? I have played the game, but it's a lot like a starving person being set down before a feast. I thought you were going to say it's a lot like WoW. 
<laughs> but okay, yeah. No, it's actually not at all like the main game. Really? Yes. Hard to believe, isn't it? I actually don't believe that. That's extremely hard to believe. The fact of the matter is, this game is much different. They have single-handedly transformed their cash cow into a brand new experience, for oh, better or worse. On. Oh, yeah, they had the balls to change everything. Really? They changed it all. It's like playing World of Warcraft 2. It looked the same to me. Of course it looked the same, but it plays differently. Huh. I right. mean, there are the... I mean, of course you have the same classes. They didn't give you a new class. Yeah, well, but the areas yeah. and the quests and everything that's possible with the new races has just made it feel entirely revitalized, in my opinion, as a seasoned player. Let's say, and uh, this is not my situation, this is a hypothetical completely, if someone had played the original World of Warcraft and played it for a while, didn't really like the big grind aspect of it, and quit playing, would you recommend this to them, to buy this and give it another try? Is it that much different? It's a tricky question because the two things that I've found hard to decide upon just within the last two days um, of, of trying to play it in between working and you forcing me to do the podcast, <laughs> even though I'd rather be grinding and my ass off. And getting out to the Baltic Sea. Yes. That's taken up most of our time. That's taken a lot of time preparing for this on top of the release of the expansion, but... The thing is, I have a 60 character, a paladin, uh-huh. and I have full tier 1 epic armor. I am pretty much in the best position to be prepared to throw my character at the gates, yep. go into the outland, hit Hellfire Peninsula, and start the new adventure. Here's the trick. At the same time, they have two brand new races. They have the Blood Elves. And the Draenei. And the Draenei. And I have started a Draenei Shaman. Because mm-hmm. this is the first race that can be a Shaman on the, the Alliance. Yeah. So the thing is, I, I went ahead and I tried it out. Because I'm really intrigued by the Draenei. They're very sci-fi Hmm. Very non-fantasy. It's very science fiction. They really? came from a. They had a spaceship and they crash landed on the planet. That's kind of interesting because my my biggest beef with World of Warcraft, aside from the grind, was the fact that I'm not a huge medieval fantasy fan. Medieval, yeah, typical fantasy fan with the, the elves and the whatever. See, I am. I'm, I know I'm you're s- huge on Lord of the Rings. Lord of I'm the Rings, not so much. Zelda, everything that's that's mystical and fanciful, Dungeons and Dragons, you name it. Yeah, I'm there. But sci-fi has always been one of my big things. Like I'm a huge fan of most sci-fi. Oh yeah. There's well, not a lot that I don't like. So I've always kind of leaned towards that. But that might have been one of the big things that turned me off of World of Warcraft. Also, was how much medieval fantasy is in there. Yeah, it is steeped in that, and in the DVD that comes along with the Collector's Edition, the uh, lead designer for the game went on talking about how they wanted the expansion to feel completely different than Tolkien or anything like that. And they tried to have that shine through in both the new Outland content Mm -hmm. as well as, uh, at least with the Draenei, 
in the yeah. in the new race content. That that makes me kind of interested in what the Drenai are all about. And they they are very very unique, and that's why even over the Blood Elves, I mean, a lot of the fanboys, a lot of the anime fans, and people of that nature are have been hyping about the Blood Elves for a long time. They've been like, how cool is this, man? I get to play uh, a pretty elf with big breasts and be a paladin. <laughs> and, and but it's be... not being fucked by a tentacle, so those guys don't like it. A tentacle penis. <laughs> You're stunned. Um, anyway, I have no idea what you just said or, or why it makes sense in your brain. But I'm going to go ahead. Oh, and God. <laughs> the anime fans, they always like the tentacle penises. What the hell is a tentacle penis? You know, you've seen Japanese, like, what is it called? Hentai you or manga? Seen it. Or... Well, manga is like their Japanese version porn. of a comic book. Okay, well, hentai then. It's the Japanese porn, and there are always monsters with Japanese tentacle porn. penises. What? Like Japanese anime porn? Yeah, yeah. I'm not really into that. Are you into that, Jim? I'm definitely not into tentacle penises. (laughs) Though I have one myself, I'm not into the tentacle penis. That's what the belt strapped around your leg is for. (laughs) Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. You've seen internet tentacle penises. No, I haven't. Fine. Fine, he won't admit it. If that's what they're into, that's fine with me. As long as they give me good stuff that comes from Japan that I am entertained by, yeah. they can have their tentacle penises. <laughs> but all of that as- nonsense aside, the uh, what was I even talking about? I have no idea. Because I'm now thinking of the face tentacles <laughs> that the Draenei have. The it's optional, penises. by the way. If you make a Draenei character, you can take the tentacles off. And put them on the penis. No, but um, <laughs> what was I even saying? I have no idea. You were the, saying something about the Draenei. Anyway, uh, let me just jump in. The Draenei are more sci-fi. They're not as fantasy. They are more also steeped in a lot of lore that I have been interested in. Their, their lore touches a lot on the actual World of Warcraft universe itself. Like, not just the world of Azeroth, where orcs battle humans, yeah. but the actual grand scope of things uh, they know way more about than any other race that you can play in the game. Hmm. So it's it's pretty interesting, and the quests in the starter zone so far have been way more entertaining than any other race. And sure, you've got your Blood Elves, too, so you can be a... Yeah. Uh, an anime-looking, you know, blood elf chick that's a holy paladin somehow at the same time that you're evil. And that's what you were talking about before. Yeah, and that's what a lot of fanboys were expecting and looking forward to. But in yeah. the end, I, I find the Draenei to be a more interesting race, and at the oh. same time now it can be an uh, ungodly awesome shaman. Yeah. And it's really enjoyable for me to start a new character with the expansion. So... At the same time, I'm just as excited about the new high-level content, and that's why the complete package of the Burning Crusade is a no-brainer for me. Uh-huh. But for the people who lost interest in WoW yeah. a long time ago before maxing their character level... Like me. Like you. Yeah. Um, to suggest the Burning Crusade to them and to suggest they get back into it is maybe an iffy thing. Really? Because if you 
if you make a Draenei character or, you know, and you start in these new zones with the new content, I think you'll be satisfied and you'll enjoy it, and it might hook you. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have a developed character, you're only really getting half of what the expansion's about. Yeah. At best. I mean, it's still the same universe. It's the same it's the world. Same After you get period. through the starter zone mm-hmm. for each of the new two races, you have the same world. Yeah. Until you get to level 60, and then you have a completely new world. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. Outland is the home world of the orcs, and it's yep. enormous. But then it eventually becomes the same thing over, I'd imagine. Unless yeah. they... I have unless no they idea, because I'm not 70 yet. But yeah, I know they've restructured it. The DVD talks a lot about how they were upset about a lot of the things that fans did not like about the regular World of Warcraft and with what happens after you go through the gate they want that Outland experience to be a lot more well refined and better because oh. they've they've instituted something that I think is pretty interesting they've made dungeons in each of the new zones and they haven't made it where when you first play WoW, you have to level to a certain level, and then you go back to the zones and do the dungeons. This, they wanted you to be in a dungeon right away if you want. So there's Hellfire Citadel, and there are various wings of it. And even if you're just level 60, you can get a five-man group, just five people, and have the fully orchestrated, refined highly tuned dungeon experience right away. Hmm. Or you can just grind, or you can do quests, or you can do arena battles, which are new. Yeah. You know, there's all kinds of different options. Instead of just having to do one thing, yeah. you can now do grind. anything you want. And okay. at the same time gain experience and grow and get new <laughs> loot. From and it. progress towards the end game where you will end up just grinding and grinding. Which, I mean, at the end game, there is the reward of a flying mount, which I'm definitely yeah. going to level my pallet into 74. You were telling me about the flying mounts and how much they cost, and you said the standard flying mount is 100 gold? Yes. Which, yeah. that's the same amount as a epic... Actually, that's the same amount as a level 40 mount. Really? Uh, a standard mount in, oh, what? in the main game. That makes no sense, because you can fly with it. Yeah, I'm a paladin, so I got my epic for free, roughly. Uh-huh. But an epic mount costs a thousand gold in the main game, I believe. Okay. But then, you said it jumps from the standard flying mount being a hundred gold to the epic flying mount being five thousand gold? Five thousand gold for the uh, riding skill, and then another, I believe, five hundred for the actual mount itself. That is sick. Yeah, that's crazy, but... That's as far a 55 as I know, times jump from the standard mount. It is an enormous increase, and I, but the speed increase of the epic mounts are quite considerable, as mm. well as the fact that I have heard gold flows like wine in the outlands. Yeah. land of milk and gold. Yes, milk and honey tits. Milk and money. Milk, milk and the and money. money. That's what Blizzard's doing. <laughs> and are they ever... <laughs> I'd love to be an exec working for Blizzard right now. Driving around in your Ferrari, pinching your nipples. <laughs> yep, I would pinch my nipples every morning just oh to make sure God. I was alive. Yeah, just to make sure you're awake. Yeah. You're not dreaming the success of this game. Absolutely. 
All right. Uh, I think that's so. I'm I'm chomping at the bit to get back into it, and I'm having a real hard time. What should I do? Should I keep leveling my Draenei Shaman, or should I go into the Outlands and grind for seventy? Huh. It's a hard choice. Yeah. Because they're both outstanding fun. Fuck the mid game. I don't need to worry about that. I'm. Yeah, yeah. You know, fuck that. I've been playing for two years, so I can literally enjoy all the new Outland content, or say, hey, I want to level my Draenei Shaman to 20 and enjoy all that new content. So I'm... It sounds like it's... having a hard time deciding. A serious expansion pack. I mean, in the game, to begin with, they only had two continents, and they added a whole other one. That's like making well, a, half of a new game. Yeah, and I mean, these, these zones aren't like the size of the Azeroth zones. Really? They're about three times bigger wow. each. So each zone is like three zones in the normal world. So it's literally almost like then. it's almost the size of Azeroth itself. Wow. Okay. So and that's just expansion. that's not the new zones added on Azeroth because they did that with the oh, new races. Wow. Yeah. So it's that's just the high level content. So it's enormous. Serious, uh, serious development but Blizzard can afford it. Plus they can. upgraded the main game. Uh, most of the spells have new animations. As a paladin, I logged in, was delighted to see that every single thing I do looks completely different and looks tons better. I know there was a patch right before this that was called the Burning Crusade patch. Yes. And then there was the expansion. Did they do that with the patch, you think? Um, I actually was holding off oh, until, until the expansion for several weeks, so yeah. I didn't actually log in when they did that patch. But I don't okay. believe it is, because they give you an option. You have to upgrade your game and then install the expansion. Uh, so okay. I think that when you go to install it and you actually choose the upgrade mm -hmm. and it begins, that's when all the new flourishes happen. Gotcha. But it may have been during the expansion, because I've asked several people if they can see these flourishes, uh -huh. and they can. So it may have, in fact, been with the mm -hmm. patch. Yeah. Because as you know, if you're a, a normal player with a regular game and you haven't upgraded Burning Crusade, you can still play with Draenei and you can still yeah. have Blood Elves in your party. So and all the weapons from Outland you can take into the main game and everybody sees it and it has real effects. You just can't access those areas, so Okay, yeah, they I, must I, have they probably did that during the yeah. during the patch before the game was released. All right, but yeah, it's exciting me. I'm getting no sleep at all, and um, what the <laughs> hell? It's it's worth it. It's worth it. I'm slowly deteriorating my body into dust, but it's worth it. Yeah, hey, I'd do that anyway. Uh, yeah. Also, before we get into the show, I wanted to talk about. Uh, I wanted to tell the listeners that we're thinking about some new content for the site. Yes, indeed. Um, we're considering some video content, which is going to probably suck up all of our possible bandwidth on our site if we implement it. But I, I think video band or video content is probably a greater draw than audio. Um, and we want to get this site moving, get it booming, get some traffic into our forums and get some discussions going. Um, and we're looking for ideas. We have some ideas of our own um, that we're probably going to implement, but we like any suggestions from you to see what you would really enjoy. We were thinking about filming ourselves 
here at the Baltic Sea. But the nude thing and... Uh, yeah. We didn't know if that was appropriate or if that would turn you guys off. So yeah. we We're decided waiting until episode to. 8 for the nudity. If, if that's what they want. If, if that's, that's what you want. what the fans want, we will give them worm penises. Tentacle penises. Tentacle, I'm sorry. Tentacle penises. <laughs> so, yeah. What we'd like is any suggestions. If you want to email them to us, you can... Uh, you can email us at powerplay at gongradio.com. And you can go to our forums and get a hold of us there. We have an, a whole section for show news and suggestions. Unlike many other podcasts, we will actually listen and take into consideration what you guys would like to see, slash hear, slash experience. Absolutely. And we'd, we'd really like it to be video, honestly. Yeah, I'm itching to do We some have video. several ideas for some vidcasts. Yep. And um, we would really like some input on what you all would enjoy seeing on the site. But we're not we're not turning PowerPlay into a video cast. It's going to be yeah, we're going we're to still have PowerPlay. Yeah, and then we're going to have in addition to that some other content. I've got an article that I'm working on to go up onto the site and like we said we want to get some video up there for you guys too. Yeah. So more give us con- some suggestions. More content, and um, not just the uh, bi-le- bi-weekly cast. Yeah, we know you guys are kind of uh, itching for more than a bi-weekly or bi-monthly, whatever it is, podcast. So That works. All right, well, I think this week we are going to try something completely different, although exactly the same, which is... <laughs> Redundancy. <laughs> completely different, exactly the same. <laughs> It's a top seven, but it's going to be completely improvised. I haven't spent one second thinking about this segment. <laughs> Neither have I. That's how improvised it is. It's completely improvised. It could improvised. be top seven chest hairs of all time. <laughs> and I have that. Actually, I already have that written. Yeah. <laughs> we wrote that in episode two. We just never got around to doing it. Yeah, we had to cut that out. Yep. That's on the DVD. Got a little too vulgar. Suffice it to say, two of those hairs are suspending us above the Baltic Sea. <laughs> I I used more than one. I used several <laughs> woven into a, a rope of sorts. Wow. A, a chest hair rope. You're definitely... That's why you're swaying less than I am. <laughs> I must admit, yeah. that was a good idea. It was, it was a good idea. So, yeah, let's uh, go into the top seven... The top seven what? <laughs> top seven pornographic games. <laughs> I haven't even played seven pornographic I've games. I've never played a pornographic <laughs> game. <laughs> I played Beat 'em and Eat 'em the other day. Did you really? Yeah. I've downloaded I Ooh. Is I, it I can't shocking? say it, it's a ROM. It's illegal. You downloaded a ROM. Yep, I downloaded a ROM and I played Beat 'em and Eat 'em. And it is every bit as disgusting and terrible as we imagined. Really? Oh, yeah. I thought when they said he constantly ejaculates, it meant it was going to start off kind of easy and get harder. But seriously, he constantly ejaculates from the rooftop. It's pretty astounding. I wish I had that stamina. <laughs> I Yeah, it's definitely odd, to say the least. And not arousing in any sort of fashion. Then what the hell's it for? <laughs> What's the point of the goddamn game? I don't know. Why would you make a game in that way? And what's... How do you bring up a game like this? 
I don't. How, how do you present it professionally? Exactly. I say you're working at Atari. Yeah. And you're Nolan Bushnell, and I'm coming sure. up to you with yes. my game idea. I have a suit and tie on. I pay your paycheck. You're the man. You're the and, highest guy on the totem pole. And you wanna you wanna present an idea for a game? I would like to present to you a game about. Okay. Yes. Yes. I'm listening. Hello, Mr. Bushnell. Yes. I have this idea for a game. Okay, I'm uh, quite busy, but... Um, it's okay, it won't I... take much of your time. All right, go ahead, I'll listen. I thought maybe perhaps... Is this Tetris? Puzzle-based, puzzle maybe? Uh, no. Action? Uh, uh, no. Okay, role-playing? Mm, no. Okay, well, spit it out. I propose a game. I want you to spit it out. Where I control two nude women, and you or anyone else, any likeness of anyone you'd like, ejaculates off the roof into my mouth. Into your mouth. Indeed, that is my idea. All right, sounds great. Let's produce it. (laughs) If that's how that went down, I would eat my own... (laughs) <laughs> eat your own. <laughs> eat your own juices. I eat my own juices. <laughs> God, just playing that game made me feel like I ate my own juices. Yeah, it's a terrible game. Terrible. It's not even. Fun. It's not even fun, and it's nothing like Kaboom. Is it challenging? Nothing. Yes, it is that. It is. There's one thing you can say about it. It is challenging. It is hard. Yeah. I, I must say that recently I have played a lot of old school games. Really? I have been playing a lot of, as I posted on the forums, I recently got a Sega CD. Oh, that's As well right. as the Genesis system and a few games for each. I've been playing those nonstop. Beat the original Sonic, recently beat Rocket Knight Adventures, huh. and... I've been playing Sonic CD, and then suddenly, wow, expansion came out, and nothing else has happened <laughs> And your since. life is gone. My life is now over. But before that event, I had been playing a lot of Sonic CD, as well as some notable Sega CD games, such as the Lunar series. And cool. cool series. Very good series. And I must admit, that's not all. I also have been... Just an old school kick altogether. I've been playing, as most of the people on the forums know, a lot of Star Control 2. Oh, yeah. Yep. Still haven't got the one with network play as far as as far as that goes, but... Peter's going to beat your ass. Peter Dragon, that is. I can already tell he is. That's one of the <laughs> reasons I'm delaying. I don't want him to know. <laughs> so I probably shouldn't have just said it. But anyway, I... <laughs> I'm definitely going to get my ass reamed by him, because he's much better than me, I I can already tell by the way he talks. But I've been playing some old school Nintendo games. (laughs) Me too. And I recently decided to go down memory lane and play a game that I used to think was pretty cool, but after seeing the video game nerds review about it (laughs) realized how terrible it was. Really? I've been playing a lot of Back to the Future for Nintendo. Jesus. And it is laughably laughably disgusting. (laughs) Yeah. It is in fact now without my gotta have games and I'm eight years old kind of fanboy eyes 
after I've grown up a little bit going back to this game, I hate this game. Yeah. It is disgusting. It is. And terrible. the music is only one thing. It's a one sound effect over and over, and I can do it right now. And loop that. And that's the game. A billion times. That is it. It is every bit as bad as he said it was. Because I had this game when I was a kid. Uh-huh. I had Back to the Future, the original, and then yeah. I had Back to the Future 2 and 3 on the same cart. Oh, really? You had and both. I only had the first one. Terrible, terrible games. I played it originally long enough to get to the clock tower sequence. <laughs> really? Yeah. Jesus. But I played it a while. Yeah, I... Well, you know, it was one of the few games I had back in the day. I had like six games... Yeah. On my original Nintendo, and you know, my parent. I mean, the games were about as expensive as they are today. Yeah, people are bitching about sixty-dollar games. Fucking Nintendo games were fifty bucks. Yep. You know, twenty years ago. Believe it or not, I had over seventy-five games for the NES. Really? When I was growing up. Yep. You filthy asshole. <laughs> my dad was working insurance and making killer money, and yeah, he always get- would talk about it. Yeah, so I didn't. I was not forced to play Back to the Future like you were. I had other things to choose from. Since I had never beat it, I I kept coming back to it because it was God. something to try to do. <laughs> so I got really good at the game actually, and I ended up going most of the way through. And I would constantly lose as I would try and make the DeLorean go back to the future. And I I have to this day never defeated that game. It's an incredibly hard and Very terrible challenging, game. only gives you a few lives. You actually have two counters. As you collect clocks, <laughs> you boost um, your family's, um, basically their life. You have a little picture, picture yeah. and it, it's fading. But in addition to the picture fading, you also have a time limit for getting through the level. In addition to your limited number of lives. Mm -hmm. And the more times you die, you lose like 15 seconds of time every time you die. Because Marty has his epileptic seizure on the ground and then he fades away and comes back and it takes tons of time off. (laughs) So it's, uh, I would still like to beat the game because after I've invested so much of my energy, even though the game is like, slitting my wrists and drinking my own blood in order to play it, I would love to to say I have defeated Back to the Future. Yeah, and I, that's kind of a draw for me with difficult games like that. If a game is really challenging, it makes me want to beat it more. Because then you can say, hey, I beat that game. I've been playing a lot of Nintendo games, but I recently played Total Recall for the NES. And you were that telling is, me about that. Yeah, I think I posted on the forums about it, but it's so ridiculously hard. This is a game that seriously takes probably 20 minutes to beat. Total. 20 minutes? If you can get through it, yes. It takes like 20 minutes to beat. It took me over 10 hours to beat this game. That's how hard it is. <laughs> what makes you say it could be beaten in 20 minutes then? Because I've done it. Now that I actually know how to get through everything, you can beat it in about 20 minutes. Probably a lot less, actually. Really? Yeah. I wonder if there are any time attacks for it. I don't know. Maybe. Be That'd be kind of cool to see. That'd be cool. But uh, also another one I was playing is 1942 for the Nintendo, which is a, a scrolling shooter. Yeah. Top down. And it's uh, it's really freaking hard. 
took me a long time to beat it. There's like 33 levels and difficult. But yeah, I've been playing a lot of hard games, and I think those are more fun than easy games. <laughs> the easiest game I've ever played, I'm gonna have to say, is Aladdin for the Super Nintendo. Aladdin? I Aladdin. Thought that was pretty challenging. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. We beat I never that game. Beat that game. Oh, oh my God. You're lying. No, I you have it. to be. It was enjoyable, but I never beat it. That's not easy. It's the easiest game I've played, You're hands bullshitting down. Bullshitting me. No, I'm dead serious. I'll me and tell my you brother. What the easiest game is. No, me and my brother beat this game in half an hour and took it back to the store. Need... That's how easy it was. I'm telling you, you it's beat easy. it in a half hour. Half hour, took it back. You took Got it a back. different game. Yep. Because you were done. Because we had beaten it. In a half an hour, we're not going to pay $50 for something we play a half an hour. That's stupid. <laughs> yeah, right. You're going to have to download a ROM or something. And ask my brother. I'll ask him. He was him. there. He helped me. I'll ask him. What was the easiest game you've ever played? Easiest game I've ever played is probably the Wing Commander series, maybe. Really? Yeah, just because I've I've mm -hmm. never actually gotten past the FMV sequences. <laughs> it'll it'll give you an option like uh, Colonel Christopher Blair. Do you want to uh, go to the lounge or do you want to go to the command center? And I can't decide, so I never <laughs> finish the game. So your indecision makes the game right. If you super can't easy. if you can't choose what to do, I figure you win. <laughs> Then I've beat every freaking game under the sun. And that must mean I've beat the uh, Burning Crusade, because I can't decide what the fuck <laughs> to do. Level the Shaman or level the Paladin? I don't know. That's uh, that's quite a conundrum you're in. Yes. You know what I want to play? What's that? Sonic for the Wii. The, uh... Can it really be better than the 360 or... Oh, God, I hope so. PS3? The 360 version I, I bombed. Know. Yeah, they were terrible. It was terrible. So Both versions. There's a separate team developing the uh, Wii game. Is it it's, the original Sonic a, team? As opposed to the abomination that it's become? Um, I'm not sure who's behind it, but I know it's a different team altogether. Different developing cycle, different goals, different graphics. It's entirely different. Wow. So it's being developed independent of the abomination and dismal failure that was the 360 and PS3 game. Huh. And it may be a really excellent Sonic game. Maybe. So Maybe I it's mean, worth more any, anything could be better than the fucking shit that is uh, yeah. the fucking Xbox 360 <laughs> game. All right, let's do a Would You Rather. This week I have a question for you. Uh, shit. Jim... Unlike Jones. other weeks where you didn't have a question. Yeah, most of the time on Would You Rather, I don't participate. No. But this week, since we're suspended above the Baltic Sea, I decided to... It's a special episode, much more concise and uh, entertaining per, per minute than our other episodes <laughs> because our lives are in danger. Yeah. I decided that since this may be the last time I do this show... If I if I never do another power play, I want to do a Would You Rather segment that I actually participate in. It's a good idea. I thought so, too. And I've decided to ask you a very, very difficult question that will strike you at your very soul. Oh, God. Jim Jones, I would like to know 
Would you rather play 100 hours of the Burning Crusade expansion as a Draenei Shaman in the New Zones? Huh. Or play 100 hours of another game. The other game is RC Pro-Am for the original Nintendo. I like RC Pro-Am. Do you not like RC Pro-Am? I love RC Pro-Am. But you this is a no-brainer. No, you haven't heard the rest of it. Oh, God. Wall encased in lava. No. Wall <laughs> suspended above the Baltic Sea. No. <laughs> See, you have to play the RC Pro-Am while having oh, your big toe removed surgically <laughs> without <laughs> anesthesia. Oh, God. I was going to ask if I get local anesthetic. No, and God. and the the hundred hours of the Burning Crusade is done mm-hmm. while having the tip of your ear removed with a soldering gun. <laughs> is that even possible? Oh my God! Oh, I could find a way. <laughs> Where there's a will. Yes, this is kind of in in a, a bit of a retribution for last week. <laughs> What did I do to you last week? I can't remember. I've tried to phase it out of my brain. <laughs> okay. It was the consoles in space. That's yes, what last week yes. was. Shoot all your consoles in space. Kept coming with ways oh out of God. my logic. <laughs> yeah. I, you'll find that I present arguments with no logic. Yes. And That's when I'm at my most efficient. It's very, very deadly when you stop using logic. <laughs> yep. Okay, so lose a toe. Because basically, not, the games aren't bad, so it's lose a toe or lose an ear. Yeah, I thought I'd throw you off with some decent games. You did, because I was I was thinking it was okay to play either one of those. Mmm, man. I'm not a huge fan of World of Warcraft. <laughs> but I, I think do it like really comes ear. down to which, <laughs> yeah. which body piece <laughs> you prefer <laughs> keeping, as well as what would be least painful. Yeah, I don't think the games play much of a factor in this one. Unlike most of them, they don't. Well, what would be least painful? But, I mean, they really do. I mean, it's 100 hours of your gaming time. So, I mean... Yeah, but it's my toe. Or my ear, also. It's going to be a long surgery. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Well, I was thinking, it depends, because if you're handling the soldering iron, you would take your time. With the doctors having it surgically removed, they'd probably be a little more efficient. That's true. So maybe you're just recovering for, you know, most of that game time. I mean, it's something, yeah, it's something, yeah. something to consider. I, I'm going to lose the... Ah, God. Because I need my toe. I need my toe. Yeah, that's kind of a more pivotal piece of your body. Yeah. Or a tip of an ear. Although you would look obviously pretty silly without you. your, uh, yeah. your ear tip, though. Obviously disfigured since or I'm burning unable it off, to stand. It's going to be more sloppy. <laughs> Not to mention the shards of metal that I'll have in my ears. Melted metal. Yeah, it's good. I'm going with the toe. Screw it. I'm going to lose the a toe, toe, and I'm going to get to play some RC Pro in. All right. That sounds terrific. <laughs> As a matter of fact, let's go do that now. All right. We'll do that right after the show. I do have a question for you, though, first. Okay. Would you rather play 100 hours of Back to the Future... One for the NES. No, that's already done. I can do it again. Another hundred hours. Okay, fine. Or... Sounds fine. I'll do that. I'll go in blind. 
All right, fine. The other option was have sex with Kirsten Dunst. What? <laughs> Sorry, you lose. No, wait a minute. That was hundred hours back to the no, future. No, hold on. no, hold on. I was just kidding. <laughs> All right, well, let me give you the other option then. Would you rather play a hundred hours of Back to the Future one for the NES? Yes. Or <laughs> wear a beard of killer bees for a beard <laughs> of killer bees? How do you get Bill? How do you get killer bees to cooperate with you long You've enough to formulate it? a beard shape they have on your pictures. face? <laughs> they have pictures of that shit all over the internet. You can do it. It's you been done. Really visit some weird sites. <laughs> Tentacle penis man can do it. I'm <laughs> tentacle. How about a tentacle bearded penis <laughs> with bees? It's fucked no. up. No, but wear a beard of killer bees for ten minutes. Okay. <laughs> Not necessarily stinging me. It doesn't have. They might. They may. They but might. Just That's whatever they naturally do. Yep. Okay. All right. Or, and uh, and what is it again? And you're going to be dipped in a bucket of beef pheromones beforehand. Oh, a giant. Well, tub. that kind of changes things a little <laughs> bit because yeah. they're probably going to sting the fuck out of me. Yeah, and they're killer oh, bees. Face. Okay, I'm supposed to wear this for how long? Ten minutes. You know. Okay. Yeah, they're going to stay in a bearded shape, I'm sure. <laughs> but anyway, we'll make ten em. minutes or do what? Or play 100 Hours of Back to the Future for the NES. I will, at this very moment, play 100 Hours wow. of Back to the Future rather than Risk have, your a, life with have the beard a, of bees. a beard of bees on my pheromone-soaked flesh. <laughs> yes, sir. Okay. That seems like a logical decision. Alrighty then. Well, it's uh, Back to the Future and it's monotonous music, and uh, I'm safe. Since right. I'm allergic to bees, and I'd be killed by it anyway. <laughs> most most likely. <laughs> Alright, well I think that about does it for this episode. We, we're trying to kind of cut the content back, because most people don't have time to listen to an hour and a half of podcast, and standard format is about an hour, so... That's what we're kind of aiming for here. That's what we're doing. Indeed. So that'll do it for Episode 7 of Power Play. Uh, as always, if you have any questions, suggestions, or comments, you can... We love suggestions. Send us an email, especially suggestions on what new content we should have. And we're currently working on our ideas for a best game uh, ever. Oh, yeah. As yeah. per the suggestion on our forums. Yeah, a couple of people suggested that. We do that. appreciate that, and uh, that will be forthcoming in a future episode of Power Play. Yeah. So as always, if you have any suggestions, questions, or comments, or you just want to chat with us, you can visit our forums at www.gongradio.com or send us an email at powerplay@gongradio.com. Also, we can always use more reviews in iTunes, so if you like what you've heard, feel free to write up your thoughts and leave us a review. And with that said, until next time, I'm Jim Jones. And I am Peter Street. Fuck us and twist.